Welcome to the Tea with Tina, your favorite podcast where we talk all things health, fitness, lifestyle, and maybe a little bit of tea gets spilled. We chat all about this in a super casual environment. So grab your beverage of choice, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Tea with Tina podcast. Today, we're going to be chatting about a problem that we all have, and we got to chat because it's about veggies, okay? Before we dive in, just a little preface of me (laughs) setting this podcast episode up. I have my recorders here, and I tried to record this podcast episode earlier in the day, and the mic um, canceled out on me, and I had to read the manual because these mics are relatively new. This is probably the third time I've read through this manual, and it finally clicked for me. So there was Um, a green blinking light and apparently when the green light blinks that means the battery's low and in my head I'm like green you know I'm looking for like a red light so I think that's why it didn't click for me so I had to let these guys charge again and um, I was charging them before but it also says when it's done charging the green light goes out tell me how that makes sense Because I'm like, shouldn't it be like when it turns green, that means they're done charging. So whatever, you know, we we charged them till the lights went out. They should be good to go. They should be fine. I also took a walk outside. It is very snowy and cold, like probably 15 degrees out. Um, So that was much needed. I bundled up and walked out in some fresh air and I am ready to dive in. All right, guys. So vegetables. The, The reason this podcast episode came about was a couple weeks ago I was having some conversations with clients um and just you know general followers you guys who engage with my content I like to chat with you in the dms and things like that and um particularly with nutrition clients a reoccurring theme I saw was um this lack of including whole nutrient foods right um And I get that sometimes that grab-and-go, more processed food is more readily available. You can't always cook. Maybe you don't really know how to cook well. Um, You don't like to meal prep. So you're going to grab, like a lot of my clients do grab that frozen, quick, pre-made stuff. But I was still encouraging them to eat vegetables and fruit and add in the green stuff when they can. And a a thing that came up was, I don't like vegetables. And I I asked my audience on Instagram, and I was like, do we really not like vegetables? And a lot of people said yes. But I asked them, I said, can you eat vegetables in a restaurant? And like, oh yeah, I love them. I'll eat them all the time. And I'm like, hmm, okay. So one of the problems I'm seeing is probably a lack of knowledge on how to properly prepare your vegetables and let me tell you guys I used to be a terrible cook when I first um was out on my own because my mom never taught me to cook she was um an okay cook she never did anything fancy she could do the basics um and we had very basic meals you know like hot dogs with mac and cheese spaghetti burgers like meatloaf very basic stuff Um, but when I was on my own I started to learn how to cook like I would leave pink in my chicken because I was afraid to overcook it Like, that's how bad of a cook I was. It was bad. Um, My stuff did not taste good. I didn't know how to season stuff. I was afraid of putting on too much seasoning. I was afraid of cooking stuff too long and burning it. Um, I was just a 
afraid to play around. I was very bland and boring. And over the years, I've learned. And now I've kind of gotten to the point. I definitely have room for improvement. But I've gotten to the point with a lot of my favorite dishes. Um, I'll go out to eat now. And I'm like, uh, I can make this better at home. <laughs> so I'm pretty happy with my cooking and my confidence. Um, but it takes time. If you're somebody who doesn't feel like you're a good cook, um, but follow recipes. I didn't do anything special. I just followed recipes and I would notice things. Like for instance, I, I talk about this all the time. My favorite chili recipe, um, I use like triple the amount of seasoning. So if it calls for two tablespoons of chili powder, I'm literally using close to six tablespoons. And you would think, oh my God, is that going to ruin it? No, the flavor is just right. So, you know, little things like that you're going to pick up on or, you know, you might read a recipe and they'll tell you to cook it this way and you're like, oh, I don't really like how that came out. Let me try this. And you'll start to to know how to do things in your head like, oh, when I cook steak this way, this is how I like it. When I add these seasonings in, this is how I like it. So you can add your little tweaks. Um, the really cool part for me on the nutrition end of things is I, you guys might not know this, but I talk about it a lot, is that I'm on an everlasting journey to find and tell tell people about like everyday foods and how to make them healthier, right? Like, you know, your dinners don't have to be that marry me chicken where you just pour a whole bottle of freaking ranch and melted cheese and bacon on it. And you're like, that's dinner. Like you can still have delicious, flavorful dinners that um, are healthy. It doesn't have to be like boiled chicken with no seasoning and it's rubbery and plain rice and like plain broccoli out of the bag, like no seasonings, nothing to it. Okay. So it can be more than that. I had to briefly pause recording. I was grabbing my water. Um, oh, I'm sorry if you see that in frame. Let me take that away. Um, <laughs> my cat thinks, uh, you know, Scooby-Doo, have you ever seen Scooby-Doo run when he was scared and how he gets a little bit of momentum? Like he goes so fast that he's stuck in place for a second. That is my cat. He's, we like to say he Scooby-Doo ran. Um, and that's what he did. He's just really full of energy for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. I, I threw a toy around with him and now he's this energy burst. So he's Scooby-Doo'd. Um, <laughs> oh boy. So you might hear him being a little chaotic in the background. I see him. He tends to get antsy when I'm recording. I think he gets jealous because <laughs> he hears me. I just did um, a Facebook live workout uh, the other day because we had a snow day and I was like, hey, let's do a workout inside. And I literally had Binks be a menace. Like he was jumping up, attacking squirrels behind the camera frame because I had a little shelf for him that like looks out um, where the birds eat and stuff. He was shaking the camera. Um, he was knocking stuff off in the background. He was just being a menace. <laughs> um, and some of the people who were working out were like, yeah, my dog was jumping on me the whole time. So like, I'm sure you can relate. If you have kids too, you can relate. Um, but it looks like he's meowing to get outside. So if you hear that, that is him. And I apologize. But getting back to, <laughs> to the vegetables and the food, I was talking about how I'm on a mission to show people that they can eat healthy and it tastes good and like you can create meals that your kids will love that your husband will love that whoever you're with will love you can bring them to family functions but it's going to be a little bit healthier i always love surprising people if i make a dish and it's like decently healthy and they're like oh my god this tastes so good and then when i tell them like what i made with it they're shocked like that is my goal so that's another thing when i've been cooking that i really learned about is like making healthier swaps um for instance the the no-bake chocolate peanut butter pie. 
I've made that. I got that from Lauren Fit Foodie. It's a great recipe, but there was a couple things that I omitted and I switched in. Like I poured a little bit of a Fairlife shake in there for some extra protein. I did um, a sugar-free gen- uh, Jello packet. So there's little things like that too, little tweaks um, that I know will make it taste better, but will be macro friendly. So um, it's been cool to do that kind of stuff. So now that we're kind of out of talking about the cooking and how cooking is probably one of the biggest things, I do want to take you back to my childhood and your childhood and maybe the reason why you don't like vegetables. Um, Aside from not knowing how to cook them, I think a lot of us have this preconceived notion. Like when we were a kid, it's like vegetables were gross. Green stuff was gross. You got to eat your vegetables before you can get dessert. And we were kind of forced into it. We don't know how our mom's cooking was. Maybe she just pulled them out of the can. I know I just had canned veggies like 90 percent of the time um, but I did like some vegetables oddly enough I liked mushrooms I've loved mushrooms my whole life and I will tell you pizza hut pizza is what got me onto mushrooms their mushroom pizza is just top tier okay so that um I liked like peas and carrots mixed veggies in a can um mixed veggies are okay like I mean um canned vegetables are okay the only thing that sucks is they tend to have sodium you can get sodium free ones now um but they're stripped of a lot of their nutrients because they sit in water so a lot of that nutrients gets pulled out usually frozen or fresh is going to be your best bet um but canned is better than nothing obviously so I like those. I, I liked broccoli. I used to hate broccoli and then I liked broccoli. Like I went through a phase where I absolutely hated mashed potatoes and then I liked mashed potatoes. It's just, I had a weird, weird childhood with that. Um, but maybe you also had a bad experience as a kid with vegetables, right? You might like have thought of that one time and you, maybe you ate a weird vegetable or it wasn't cooked right or it was with a weird dish or you weren't ready and it just threw you off. So now you're like, I'm not even going anywhere near it. You've done that for years and that's Another thing I think that's an issue is as kids, a lot of the time, I don't know about you, maybe this isn't you, but I know for me, I grew up eating a lot of processed foods. I will say that like as a trainer, I've come a long way. I do not come from this background where my mom fed me all whole wonderful foods and it was just so easy for me. Like I would eat out Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We had a strip um, in my hometown, okay? You, You drive down the main highway. It was Route 30, for my Pennsylvanians, Route 30. Um, It actually goes across the whole state, but, you know, it had Burger King, Wendy's, McDonald's, KFC, um, Long John Silver's. Really? Like, did I say Wendy's? Yeah, McDonald's. Like, pretty much Dairy Queen. Any fast food chain Taco Bell that you could think of was in this, like, mile strip, okay? So, like, I just got so excited because it was like, where are we going tonight? And I would go to, you know, we would just pick, like everybody would rotate, like dad wants Wendy's, I want Arby's, uh, mom wants Burger King, and we just like hit them down the line, and that's what we would eat Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I would always really look forward to that, and then during the week, uh, like I said, my mom would make really processed stuff like crescent rolls with you know the pillsbury crescent rolls with hot dogs even though they're delicious kind of like a pigs in the blanket boxed mac and cheese it was really like you know the um what are they the instant mashed potatoes so everything was really processed packaged um straight from the box we got cakes a lot ice cream my family is notorious for eating ice cream every single night and there's not anything wrong with this inherently but i just grew up around a lot of processed foods and maybe you did too i know a lot of kids love their chicken nuggets and fries when they go out to eat at a restaurant right like chicken nuggets is the default and where i think this runs into the issue with vegetables is 
our taste buds are so primed to eating that stuff, the salty stuff, the sugary stuff, the, the big flavors that when we eat vegetables, we're not used to it. Vegetables might have a more bitter taste. They have a more natural earthy taste. And to us, that tastes disgusting, right? Like a good example of this, excuse me, speaking of, I'm drinking a Diet Coke, <laughs> everything in moderation, guys. Um, but speaking of, you may have, a good example of this would be soda. You, if, if you've drank soda before, maybe you went cold turkey, maybe you switched to the diet version, whatever. You stop drinking it for a while and then you go back to the full sugar version. How does it taste? It's probably disgusting, right? You're like, wow, this is like really sugary. It tastes different. It's because you haven't had it in a while and your body has adapted to the flavor, right? So that goes to show you that if you don't have that for a while, your taste buds can adapt and your taste buds actually do fall off every two weeks and regenerate. So that's why they say when you start a diet, like you might be disgusted at first because you're like, I'm not used to eating this kind of food. So your body's not adapted to it. It's not used to that taste. But then after a couple weeks, it starts to just be like your normal meals. And it's like, if you try to go back to the sugary stuff, the processed stuff, you're like, this is too much. I do not like it. I can't do it. And that did happen to me. I kind of went through a cold turkey period when I was eating all that stuff. I was going out to Denny's, milkshakes, chicken nuggets, ranch, fries, like everything bad. And then I went cold turkey and that's when I was doing the bland chicken, broccoli, rice, like do not do what I did, but I, I did that black and white approach. And when I did try to go back to the sugary stuff, I was like, ooh. I can't do this. <laughs> so um, now I find that healthy balance where 80% of the time I am eating those whole foods, but I, I still include, I'm a big firm believer of including the things that I love into my meals so I don't feel deprived, right? So all those things. But yeah, so that could be one of the reasons is the, the taste buds as a kid. Another thing I think is the texture, um, the taste and texture. You know, one, vegetables we talked about have a unique flavor, but sometimes that texture too can be a little different. It throws people off. Like I know a lot of people don't like yogurt or bananas because it kind of has that mushy, slimy texture. Sorry if that grosses you out, but that's why I recommend Faye yogurt, F-A-G-E. It's the best. Um, it has that light, airy, almost like a mousse-like texture to it. Um, it's not as like watery or, I don't know the best word to describe it, like slimy, <laughs> for lack of better description. And even I get sick of yogurt because of this, and I have not gotten sick of this yogurt because of the texture. Um, and it's plain Greek yogurt, not flavored. I think they have flavored ones, but the macros aren't as good. But I just put like fruit on top, um, different things just to kind of like make it not taste super plain, but it, it does, the texture's fantastic. Okay, um, but in, and then another thing is that maybe you haven't tried enough varieties of vegetables and you've only had a bad experience with one or two types. We kind of like probably think, when you think of vegetables in your head, you're probably thinking of like green beans, um, <laughs> lettuce, spinach, carrots, but there's so many other things. Like if you think of the rainbow variety of vegetables, I mean, we have the radishes, eggplant, zucchini, onions, um, Oh God, there's so much more kale, broccoli, peppers, banana peppers. There's so many different kinds and so many different varieties of vegetables, sweet potatoes, regular potatoes, um, purple potatoes. Have you seen the dark purple potatoes? There's purple carrots, there's asparagus, so many different types of vegetables. So, and they all have a very unique taste. So what you may like um, or may not like 
try something else like even between onions i can think of onions off the top of my head they're all such a very different taste like you have white onions you have yellow onions and you have purple onions me personally i'm not a big purple onion fan i will use it in some dishes like it works like with avocado um just like different dishes where you can eat it i don't necessarily not like the taste i hate that it leaves a lingering strong odor in my mouth you know what i'm talking about that strong oniony odor okay it's it's like really acidic the i tend to lean towards the white and the yellow white is still pretty strong for me um yellow i tend to go with because it's more of a more subtle flavor it's more sweet um but that's a good example of how different things like i love banana peppers banana peppers are amazing um if you ever tried mississippi pot roast put some banana peppers in there that's delicious so there is a lot of different variety there uh, but I can tell you, the biggest method that I want to talk about is the cooking method. So how you cook them. A perfect example of this would be Brussels sprouts, right? That's another one that we all think like Brussels sprouts, ew, they're disgusting. They've actually become kind of trendy in the past couple years. And I, I actually released a recipe on my Tina's Tidbits email, which is my free daily email where I drop a free healthy recipe. If you are not subscribed to that, I would subscribe down below. There's a link in the description um, of the YouTube video. There should be a link in the podcast show notes as well. But I, I give you healthy recipes all the time. But Brussels sprouts. So my husband hated Brussels sprouts. And if you didn't know, some science behind Brussels sprouts. In the 1990s, um, up until that point, they were very bitter. They actually genetically modified them to not be as bitter. So now they're just kind of like normal. (laughs) And my husband at the time, when he was very little, you know, I think he probably ate them before they were genetically modified. So he thought they were disgusting. Well, I cooked them for him in the air fryer one day, drizzled a little bit of balsamic vinegar, some garlic salt, olive oil, and just, you know, maybe 20 minutes air fried them till they were nice and crispy. Oh my God, he was eating them like candy like candy and this is the perfect example for you people out there that you know think you hate vegetables i'm telling you you can make them taste delicious to the point where you can't put them down they will taste like a potato chip to you they're that good um another brussels sprouts example is the the one recipe i sent out i don't know the exact things but it was um brussels sprouts with i think butternut squash or sweet potatoes there was some raisins in there walnuts and you could toss it in like honey or balsamic vinegar you know different seasonings and it's a really nice blend for like fall and winter because those tend to be in season and it's delicious and one of um my clients and subscribers messaged me and was like i tried this the other night this kind of harvest vegetable dish and she's like i loved it it was a hit with my kids everybody loved it and it tasted good and it was all about the seasonings it was all about how you flavored it and how you cooked it excuse me um i could say as far as cooking methods i'm not a fan of raw vegetables some people are i don't know if the taste necessarily gets me i think it's more um raw vegetables release more gas your body digests them differently so i think it's a little bit more sensitive on my stomach like i I feel like i get full faster but like not in a good way if you know what i mean um i can eat it in small bouts but i've never really seemed to like raw vegetables i've tried broccoli peppers dipping them in hummus ranch it just doesn't really work for me so i tend to stay away from them i can usually do tomatoes though cherry tomatoes are good um i'm a fan of those (laughs) but it's maybe the crunchy vegetables um but the the methods that seem to work best for me the top two would be air frying literally if you air fry anything it's like deep frying something it's going to taste delicious and um 
roasting them. So literally putting something on a sheet pan, setting your oven to 400 degrees, drizzle it in olive oil, play around with your seasonings. You know, if you want oregano and Italian seasoning for an Italian flavor, maybe you want a Mexican seasoning, play around with that. Maybe you want to sprinkle a little bit of brown sugar and honey on there um, for a sweeter seasoning. Maybe you just want to do garlic salt or Lowry seasoning. There's so many different ways. Maybe an Asian flavor. You can really play around with this um, and just roast them for like at least 30 minutes until they start to brown up a little bit. I'm telling you, whatever vegetable you pick is going to be delicious. <laughs> okay? If you do it this way. And same thing with the air fryer. It's going to be freaking delicious. So give that a shot. Give it a try. Let me know. You can do it with so many things. You can do kale chips. Um, sweet potatoes are good for this. I know I was talking about how like making it easier on yourself. I get pre-chopped frozen sweet potatoes um, that are frozen because I have a hard time um, chopping up sweet potatoes because they're so dense. And people say to microwave them and that's fine. But that's just like one extra step for me that I don't feel like dealing with. So I just get them, get them pre-cut, dump them on my tray bake them until they're brown they're ready to go um so little things like that and then another thing that you can do that i really stress to my clients is sneak your vegetables into your other dishes so some really easy ones would be soups um crock pot meals stews like i will throw spinach into anything if i'm making spaghetti spinach if i am doing chili i could probably sneak some spinach in um really any dish just throw some spinach or kale in there and you're not even going to notice it it will actually add a nice flavor onions is another one i keep a bag of pre-chopped onions and pre-chopped onions and peppers in my freezer and i will just dump that shit into anything um again adds a nice flavor um omelets are good for this eggs you know you could do spinach and onions you could do spinach and peppers and onions peppers you could do zucchini i mean you could really you could really do anything you could do salsa salsa is another great one salsa eggs is delicious um so you could sneak in vegetables that way um usually if you're cooking it into something like i said spinach kale peppers onions tomatoes even zucchini because zucchini doesn't really have a flavor to it i would say a strong flavor you could pretty much sneak those guys into anything um chives like the green onions are great to put into anything like as a garnish so there's definitely Definitely ways you could sneak stuff in. Building salads, making decent salads is a great way to sneak some vegetables in. So you have a lot of ways that you can eat vegetables. Okay. So with that being said, I think I'm gonna wrap that up here. Um, let me know what vegetable you hate the most in the comments. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, <laughs> I'm just curious. Uh, for me gosh i don't i really don't know i can't think of a vegetable that i don't like off the top of my head i really can't i would say maybe the purple onion like and even that i'll tolerate it but i'm just like no like i'll take it off my burger if i get a burger so i'm gonna say purple onion or red onion whatever you want to call it let me know what yours is in the comments um but i hope you found this helpful and i hope this inspires you to branch out a little bit and maybe try to cook your veggies in a different way try to incorporate them in your meals because vegetables are great for you they have a ton of fiber a ton of nutrients they're whole nutrient dense foods virtually no calories in them so there's really no downsides you just have to watch um adding a ton in all at once that's another good vegetable combo onions 
celery and carrots if you want something to taste like chicken noodle soup that is the vibe um i wish that could be a candle <laughs> with like a little bit of garlic salt or um garlic with like olive oil but if you have too many vegetables you can get um kind of gassy kind of fibrous so you might get backed up because you're getting too much fiber at once or like i said you might have some indigestion issues you might feel bloated so if you are going to introduce vegetables just try to do it gradually like i know if i eat um like i i like to make bowls of stuff where it's like rice as a base and i'll throw a ton of vegetables in there maybe some beans and a protein and i notice when i eat those i tend to get a little bit gassier i'm usually okay but it's just from that extra fiber all that extra fiber so something to be cautious of um but other than that that is all i got for you today guys so enjoy eat your veggies and enjoy them have a delicious wonderful day <laughs> we'll chat soon guys bye